Hey guys, it's Leah B from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I am a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former CMP examiner. Today, I want to come on and talk about gout and how that relates to VA disability. So there are a ton of veterans that suffer from gout way more than you would think. I bet a lot of you guys out there watching um, may suffer from gout. And it is a condition that a lot of veterans are connected for on either a primary or a secondary basis. And we'll get into that. And, and I'm going to do a subsequent video down the road about a couple of those particulars, right? But what is gout, right? So gout, I, I have the CDC up, right? So I'm going to read you off what the CDC says. So gout is a common form of inflammatory arthritis that is very painful. It usually affects one joint at a time, often the big toe joint. Um, and there are several times when symptoms get worse, known as flares, and times when there's no symptoms at all. So it can be dormant, right? So you can have these like symptoms that kind of wax and, and wane or wax and wan or whatever. Um, and, and different things can make them worse. And you can have flares more often due to specific things that we'll go over, right? So signs, um, the signs and symptoms can start suddenly and they can last days or weeks. You can have pain that's usually intense, and it, most of the time it's in that big toe joint, okay? It can be other places, right? But that big toe joint is one of the most common places. So really, really intense pain in that big toe joint, swelling, redness, um, just intense, intense pain. I've had a lot of patients that have had that on active duty and off, okay? So what causes it, right? So gout is generally caused by something called hyperuricemia, right? So high... Um, high levels of uric acid in the body, right? So it's either usually due to taking in too much uric acid, too many um, things that contain high levels of uric acid, or your, your body's inability to excrete that uric acid, right? So it's a balance. There's too much uric acid in the blood. Um, it starts to go, um, make things all cattywampus and cause you this... Um, you know, too much uric acid crystal deposition in that big toe joint. It's just too much uric acid, right? So what causes too much uric acid? That's the, that's the issue, right? So a lot of times it can be due to, to, due to us intaking too much, right? So if you eat a lot of red meat, if you drink a lot of alcohol, um, things like that, if you have a problem excreting it, meaning it builds up in your system and you're not able to get rid of it or like pee it out, right? Maybe you have kidney dysfunction or you have some other kind of metabolic issue that that makes you not be able to get rid of it um, like a normal person would. So it builds up in your system. OK, so again, um, you know, and you can see how that could kind of ebb and flow. Right. So let's say you go on a bender and you drink too much and you're predisposed to getting high levels of uric acid and then you have months of no drinking. You might not have any episodes. Right. Okay. So that's what gout is, right? So again, it's a condition known as hyperuricemia where there is too much uric acid in the body. The body makes uric acid when it breaks down purines, which are found in your body and foods that you eat. Um, this is all from the Center of Disease and Control, by the way, CDC. When there is too much uric acid in the body, uric acid crystals can build up in your joints, fluids, and tissues within the body. Hyperuricemia, hyperuricemia does not always cause gout and hyperuricemia without gout symptoms does not always need to be treated. Okay. So um, again, just for a CYA, I'm not a, uh, this is not medical advice or legal advice. I'm not an accredited claims agent, um, BSO or attorney. If you're looking for one of those to help you with your claim or administratively, I, the video, uh, I have a video where you can go to 
not just my video, but you can go to va.gov and look and you can put in your area and search for um, accredited legal representation in your area, right? I have a quick video on that too that kind of goes over how to go search that database if you don't know how to find it. Okay, anyways, back on track. So primary and secondary service connection for gout, right? So how do people get connected for it? Well, if you were diagnosed with gout on active duty, well, that, and you've continued to have it for years, that's pretty straightforward, right? Um, if you developed gout as a secondary to another service-connected condition, some of those ones that I see quite often are things like a mental health condition with alcohol use disorder. Remember, we talked about how alcohol use can increase it. Um, if you've got chronic kidney disease service-connected or some kind of kidney um, failure or, you know, maybe you don't have one of your, maybe you had a kidney removal, right? Maybe you had kidney cancer, that's service-connected and your kidneys don't function the way they should. Um, and that made you predisposed to gout or uric acid level increases like we talked about. Um, another big one is hypertension, right? So there are certain medications that you can take for hypertension that can cause um, elevated levels of uric acid. I'm going to actually do a video on that um, down the road because that's one I see quite frequently. So again, um, increased ch chances for gout of just being a male gender. Sorry, guys. Uh, being obese, that's another thing. If you're obese, we do a ton of videos on obesity as an intermediate step, right? If if you don't have no other risk factors and you're just really obese because it was caused by one of your service-connected disabilities and your obesity would not have occurred but for that service-connected disability and now it's making you more predisposed to gout, okay? Hypertension, um, insulin resistance, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, Etc. So those diuretics for hypertension, like hydrochlorothiazide, and that's a big word, but that's that's the video I'm going to key in on down the road. Okay, if you have a service connection for hypertension, that's that's where I see it the most from a secondary service connection standpoint. To be honest, um, are those veterans that are service connected for hypertension, and then they take those medications, and it um, not all veterans that take HCTZ or hydrochlorothiazide develop that, but it happens um, from time to time. Okay, so in a nutshell, we talked about what it is, um, ratings. So the ratings can always vary. So you want to check with a VSO or a credit claims agent um, attorney about that. So um, a lot of times it has to do with how many flares you have in a year. And the things that you're going to need to show to get service connected for any condition really are going to be that you have a current medical diagnosis, right? That can be established by your treating provider or whoever, um, that it, how it's related to your service, that there was some kind of in-service event or some secondary condition that's causing it. And then that link between those things. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. Gout is super interesting. Um, throw me some comments. If any of you guys have any feedback on this, I'm excited about making that hypertension gout video. And I hope you guys hang around for that one too. And thank you for watching. All right. See ya.